With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Welcome back to the Relatable Voice podcast. Today, the RV is delighted to have Tonya Pinkins. Tonya is a Tony Award-winning actor, singer, director, and author. She has starred in nine Broadway shows, and her latest film, Red Pill, is available now on demand. Her latest book is called Red Pill, Unmasked, a movie making memoir is out now. So, Tonya, I couldn't be happier to have you here today. Oh, thank you so much, Lucia. It's my pleasure to get to speak with you. Likewise. So, where are we going in the van? <laughs> get a seat and get very comfortable because we okay. are to ride. So, you are now in Panama City. Tell me, how is the weather today? Well, today it's, it's beautiful every day. And I look out at the water and the sea. So it's, it's very, very, a very grayish blue today. And the sea has a little bit of greenish to it today. And there's lots of very thick clouds today. And it's probably 80 degrees. Uh, it's the perfect temperature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tonya, back to your career, you are the very first Broadway actor to appear on the RV. And I absolutely love Broadway. Oh. It's just fantastic. So did you always want to be an actor? I, well, I can't say I always wanted to be an actor. But I did dream of when I was a little kid being on Broadway and I dreamed of winning a Tony Award. So those are things I got to do. Gosh, I got to be on Broadway the first time when I was 19 years old and I won my Tony Award for my 30th birthday, I think. Oh, my gosh. And you've acted in theater, television and film. So which do you prefer and why? Well, I am a Gemini. My birthday was yesterday. And um, it means I like to juggle lots of things all the time. So I need to multitask. One thing at a time, I'm going to be bored. And so um, I have always liked to go from Broadway to television to film. Sometimes I would be doing all at the same time. I might be doing a a show on Broadway and doing my soap opera and being in a film. 
And so now that I've learned about writing and producing and directing, I'm trying to do more of that. So I like to change it up. I'm going to be going into New York in June and singing at a new venue called The Little Island. So I really like, you know, to keep changing things around. Before I forget, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. So, Tonya, your latest film, Red Pill, is available now. Huh? Yes, it's on, on demand. You can find it on Amazon Prime. It's on uh, Xfinity, Comcast, DirecTV. It's on YouTube, Vimeo, Vudu, Fandango. Yeah. So it's all over. It's all over. And you wrote and directed and acted in. And produced it. I did all of the things. So can you quickly tell us about the film and your character? Absolutely. So if you know of the myth of Cassandra, the, um, the woman who was destined to speak the truth and never be believed, my character is called Cassandra in the movie. And it is um, right before the 2020 election in America and a group of a multicultural group of middle-aged friends are going canvassing in the South in Virginia. And uh, my character just feels like it doesn't feel safe. And she keeps warning her friends, we should turn back, we should go home. And they keep ignoring her and ignoring her until it's too late for any of them to escape. So it's a movie very much about American politics right now as we see this great divide in America, not just America, I think we're seeing it all over the world in every country, populism and fascism on the rise, denial of the climate change and people wanting an authoritarian government as the world gets really chaotic. And so I really wanted to look at that with a group of middle-aged people because the conversation's a little more elevated And when I was saying what I thought was going to happen at the 2020 election and even at the 2016 election, people just thought I was um, hysterical or, you know, far-fetched. So I said, well, let me just make a movie. And in a horror movie, it can be far-fetched. But after the movie came out, people were like, did you, did you make this after the January 6th insurrection? And it's like, no, no, I made it before because that was inevitable. Like I could see that coming. Yeah. Exactly. It's was as if you had a crystal ball. Hmm? Yes. Yes. And what was the inspiration for this film? The inspiration for me was really about so many of my liberal friends in New York City who just are looking at what's going on in the world and they're not worried about it. They're just enjoying their nice lifestyle. And I'm like, the world is on fire. And, and nobody still is really listening it's just it's easier to ignore it until you know you're going down in the sinking ship and um i i you know you you, you want to be optimistic and you want to think if only people knew and then at least we try you know at least we could let's go down fighting let's go down fighting but so much i feel that people are like yeah well we'll just go down but i'm gonna go down partying absolutely <laughs> and tonya from Uh, this process, you also published your book, Red Pill Unmasked, a movie yes. making memoir. Yes, because making this movie was such a life altering experience for me. Um, you know, 
a lot of people say they want to make a movie. And when you think about making a movie, you think about the Hollywood movies, because that's what most of us get to see are Hollywood movies. And sure, I would love to make a Hollywood movie. But the likelihood of me getting to make one is it's not in my control. There's a path that I might have to go along to get to do that. And that would involve people I'd have to know and relationships and friendships and maybe the school I went to or, but my grandmother always said to me, there is more than one way to skin a cat. And so, you know, I think that I sort of look at my whole life as this sort of spiritual process for how do I develop my soul? And when I think about doing anything, I kind of go into my imagination and imagine as much of it as possible. Like I live in it fully in my imagination before I try to do it. And so when I think about like being a certain kind of famous, I try it on. And then I go, mm, well, I wouldn't want to be the kind of famous where you can't go out to, to dinner because people are mobbing you. Do you know what I mean? I know. So it's like, I really try things on in my mind. And I was like, do I want to, do I need to make a movie that's a big Hollywood success? Well, it would be great, but I want to make a movie. Exactly. So what do I have to do to make a movie that is on the scale that I can do? And so even, you know, I looked at how much money I had. I looked at how much time I had. I looked at what were the resources within my command. And I um, went around and asked advice from lots and lots of people. Most of the people said, it's not possible. You don't have enough time. You don't have enough money. And I met one man, his name is Junie Smith. And Junie Smith said, if you are willing to invest in yourself, then there is nothing that can stop you. And armed with him saying I couldn't, and believe me, he had to say it to me over and over again. I mean, I've talked to him hundreds of times, but he had made like 35 films. Like he makes a film every year. Wow. They're not at the movie theater, but they're on demand and people can see them all over the world. And I was like, that's good enough for me. That is good enough for me. And so I said, I'm going to make something. I don't even know what it's going to be, but I'm going to make something. And I think the other thing that I've grown into is the willing, no, the knowing that everything you do is not going to be great. The first time may not be great. So like sometimes my children will say they're adults, all of them, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to do it because I'm not good enough. I'm not ready enough. I'm like, well, just do it and do it badly. You'll learn a whole lot from doing it badly. At least you'll have done it. And so I think, I, I think red pill is fantastic, but I was willing to do it badly. And I failed again and again and again. Like it is to me a miracle that it got finished because I didn't know what I was doing. I couldn't afford to hire all the professional people that you see the hundreds of people that you see at the end of the movie. I had to do a hundred jobs. And so I failed at them again and again and again. I just kept failing and failing. But my commitment was that I was gonna finish the film. And finish the film was the only commitment. I didn't know if it would ever be seen by anybody. I didn't know if it would ever get in a festival. I didn't know if it ever get distribution, but my commitment was I want to finish a film. 
And so it took longer than I expected. Um, there were numerous times where I was like, okay, well, you have hit a wall that you do not have any clue how to solve and you, you failed, um, ran out of money, had to raise money, went over budget, um, kept having to fire and rehire people, got it finished, sent it out. And then, you know, yay, we got it finished. Then um, just the stories that are in the book, they're spiritual stories. They're also stories about how anybody can do it if they're willing to fail and just keep getting up. So I really detail that whole, I guess it was about a two and a half year process of everything that went in there. Even there was the point where I would just start, I have a wonderful tarot reader in Denmark. She's a Romanian woman. And I would be calling her for a tarot reading. Like, is it possible? And she would be like, yeah, doesn't look good right now. Looks like the movie not gonna make it, you know? And so I have the tarot readings in the card. So I think it's a really great book. And I, there's an audio version. You can listen to me, read it on Audible and you can get it on like Barnes and Noble and some sites. Tonya, I love your attitude. Thank I you. love when you say that you didn't care about the results, but you want to finish the movie. I really think that is a, is a great way to think and put, put things in perspective. First, I want to finish it, and then I'll see the results. Because if we think too much, we end up not doing anything. Yes. Or we stop ourselves and we go, well, I'll start again. And I'll start again. And then you keep having all these incomplete, partially done. And it was like, no, I'm finishing it. I'm finishing it. And then at least it will exist in the world. It may not be good, but even when you say you want to do anything, if you at least have a, a, a version of it, someone knows you can do it. They may be like, well, that's not really good, but they know you can do the thing. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. And Tonya, I want to talk about the significance of the title Red Pill. I know you've mentioned these in other interviews referencing the matrix and the red pill and blue pill. But for our listeners today, can you quickly explain what it means? Sure. So before I go into what specifically red pill means, I think it's important to notice how in America, I can't speak for what's going on in Spain or Italy, but in America, what we've seen is that language has been co-opted by the fascists to mean its exact opposite. So like 45, because I don't say that former president's name, he called, he had Antifa, the anti-fascist organization, labeled as a fascist group. So there's this thing where, where meanings are being turned into the opposite. It's very George Orwell, very 1984. So we know in the matrix that the red pill was the pill you took to wake up to reality, to see what was going on. But the fascist groups have taken the term red pill to mean for women that they become subservient women and that they are to be used by men for their own pleasure. And that red pill men are these competing, controlling, you know, men who go out and, and, and do mass shootings. 
And so inside the movie, we discuss those different meanings of what a red pill is. And then there's um, a definition I found online that said a red pill is someone who infiltrates a group and destroys it from the inside. And that was something that many of the, um, I don't call them, I don't like that term white supremacist because supremacy is a, is, a, is a positive word. So I go white savagery, the savage groups, they decided, well, we'll behave the way that we're supposed to behave. We'll get into the groups and then we'll bring ourselves in and then we'll take over whole organizations. So um, that's really how these fascists have infiltrated our government, our Congress, our police officers, our military. And in the movie, one of the, one of the, the friends is a red pill. Uh, okay. I understand them all. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And what was the biggest challenge you experienced being the director, writer, producer, and actor of this film? I know there were many, but what was the, the one that... Honestly, it was a gift. I was working so hard. And I think this a lot about children. Sometimes we don't give people big enough challenges so that they can sharpen their tools and rise to the occasion of something. And everything about doing Red Pill was so hard, but it was so exciting because my mantra is brilliance lies in the moment that might not work. And so every single moment on Red Bull could have failed because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> But that's a place I like to live. So it was like, there was this, I guess it was like an adrenaline rush like people get when they're hang gliding or you know, jumping out of airplanes or something because there was opportunities to fail all day, every day. And I was just like, I loved it. I loved that. I mean, there were days where I was just in tears and didn't think I was going to make it through the day, but I like living that far on the edge. Like I like it and I like being challenged and I like doing things that I could fail at. In fact, that is a, that is the test of when I'm going to take a new job. Like, is there a possibility I could fail? Okay, let's do it. 
I'm always trying to grow. And so I think the biggest obstacle became that that's what the book is about that, um, you know, I often find that wherever, whatever you're working on or whatever your energy and attention is on, I think that's what you build in your life. Like many times when I was on the soap operas, if I, when I was working on a custody case in um, all my children, I was in a custody case in my own life. So I often find that what I'm working on becomes my life. So I have to be very conscious of what I put my attention on. And we ended up having a red pill on the production of the film. So the biggest obstacle was that there were people working on the making of the film who were trying to sabotage that the film would ever get finished. And uh, I think that that was probably the most difficult thing because you just, I mean, there were little places where that happened and there were bigger places where that happened. And that's just sort of like, huh? Like I asked you to help me and you've come to that. That, that I think the, the personal betrayals are, are the hardest. And so that the book really talks about that. Your participation here is so special to me. Oh, I have to tell you, you because I really appreciate all the things you've been talking about and I would like to know if are you currently working on anything that you would like to share with our listeners well I'm always working on lots of things because creative people always have a lot on their mind yeah. um, I, I've started painting a lot so I'm going to be having a, a showing of my painting at a gallery in Panama July 17th at a place called Saluto um, And uh, I'll be singing at Little Island in Manhattan, June 16, 17, 18, and 19. Um, I'm also um, adapting a series of uh, science fiction urban fantasy books by a gentleman named Mark McGowan. Um, and it's uh, the Hell's Awakening series. So um, I'm adapting that to a limited series and we'll be trying to get someone to pick it up. And then there's some movies that I'm um, looking to get made. And then hopefully this year we'll finish directing the zombie wedding uh, movie. Another movie. Yeah, I love zombies. So hopefully this fall we will direct, I will direct a zombie wedding musical. I mean, movie rather. It was going to be a musical on stage, but it'll just be, there'll be some music in it for the movie, of course. But yeah. Sounds amazing. Antonia, let me know if you have any message you would like to leave to our listeners today. I guess the, the biggest message that I would ever give to anyone is... Um, to trust your instincts, and that's really, really hard to do. And it's even harder to do in, an, in, a, in a world that's so uncertain. But the only thing that any of us have certainty of is that we are going to be with ourselves always. And so the more we can strengthen our trust in ourselves, the more secure we will be throughout our lives. 
And often that means trusting your instinct, even if it leads you into something that you don't think was positive. Because just trusting your instinct is building it. So, you know how sometimes when someone tells you you're, they're your friend or they like you, we test them. Well, I believe that our own spirit tests us. And so spirit's like, do you really trust me? We'll do this. And then maybe it doesn't turn out right. But you think it didn't turn out right. If you get a little longer on the timeline, it actually was for your good. Um, and so I think that if people spent a little more time tuning into their selves and what are the desires that spring from inside of them rather than what they see on TV that they should do or what their friends are doing or what their parents want them to do or just turning away from what does the world say? And maybe the thing inside of you like, yeah, but that's so stupid or that's impossible or that's ridiculous. Like all of the possible things have been tried and we have failed. So it's time for some impossible. So go for that impossible desire that is inside of your spirit. Yes, that's beautiful. And Tonya, always such a pleasure to have you here. I'm, I will love to have you at Uncut with Lucia to talk a little bit more about your book. About I would love that. Yes, you are already invited. And you know that you're always welcome to the yeah, art. I'm, I'm coming to Ibiza. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's party Ooh. in Ibiza. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Thank you, too. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.